This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This week on Hometown Ghost Stories. We've all heard about portals and gateways to hell. But what about a staircase? The ghost town of Tagus, North Dakota, may be the one town in the world that has one. And it's said that you can hear the dead trying to whisper through the ground to find it. Join us as we dive into the hauntings of Tagus, North Dakota. Hometown Ghost Stories contains serious and often distressing events and is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The wind howled through the desolate town of Tagus, North Dakota, as I stood before the crumbling, abandoned church. Its once sturdy walls now whispered tales of forgotten prayers and lost souls. I had heard the rumors, the whispers that echoed through the town like a ghostly wind, that there was a stairway to hell, hidden beneath the decaying floorboards. With a mix of fear and curiosity, I decided to explore the dilapidated church on that moonless night. The air was thick with an otherworldly chill as I pushed open the creaking doors, revealing a darkness that seemed to swallow the light of my flashlight. The wooden floor groaned beneath my steps as I ventured deeper into the shadowy interior. What the hell are you doing, John? Is what I kept repeating in my inner dialogue. But I pressed forward. The air was heavy with the scent of decay. And the only sound was the echo of my own breathing. As I descended into the depths of the church, the air grew colder. I reached the entrance to the rumored stairway to hell. The stairs, worn and splintered, seemed to descend into an abyss. As I took the first step, an icy wind rushed past me, extinguishing my flashlight. The only source of light now was the dim glow emanating from below. As I descended further, the air became stifling, and whispers surrounded me like a ghostly symphony. At first, the voices were faint, just indistinct murmurs that seemed to call out my name. My heart raced as I recognized the voices of my maternal grandparents who had long passed away. The air was thick with their presence, and an eerie nostalgia gripped my soul. Grandpa? Grandma? Is that you? I called out, my voice trembling. The voices grew louder, their words becoming clearer mimicking the familiar cadence of loved ones. But then, as the voices became more insistent, a sense of dread crept over me. The faces of deceased loved ones twisted into grotesque shadows, and their words morphed into sinister whispers that sent shivers down my spine. The once familiar voices now echoed with a demonic undertone. Panic set in as I realized I was not in the company of benevolent spirits, but something far more sinister. 
I tried to turn around and rush back up the stairs, but the way was now blocked, and I was forced to continue down. The stairway seemed to stretch on endlessly, trapping me in a nightmarish purgatory. With each step, the voices became more malicious, mocking me with the words of my deceased grandparents. As I continued down, a menacing cackle reverberated through the darkness. The whispers transformed into anguished wails, and the air itself seemed to be thick with a dark energy. And then I saw them in the faint light, the faces of my grandparents. For a moment, I felt safe. They began to approach me, and I reached out. Their faces twisted into grotesque shadows, and their words morphed into sinister whispers that sent shivers down my spine. The once familiar voices now echoed with a demonic undertone. The ghostly shadow morphed from looking like my grandfather and simply whispered one word into my ear. Run! I'm Rob Coakley, and this is Hometown Ghost Stories, Tagus, North Dakota. North Dakota is home to over 40 ghost towns within its borders, and many have stories of the paranormal within them, but perhaps none with a story quite as unique as the town of Tagus. But let's start from the beginning. Tagus was formed in the early 1900s along the Great Northern Railway's transcontinental route, mainly an agricultural town The population peaked in 1940 with just 140 residents. The town's last census was in 1970, when just 14 residents remained. It became unincorporated in 1976 after its last business would shut its doors. Today, a few people still live in the town of Tagus, but now it is mostly abandoned with torn down and decaying structures encompassing it. One of the buildings left standing for many years was St. Olaf's Lutheran Church. Rumors ran rampant about cult activity at the old abandoned church from the late 1970s, all the way until it burned down in 2001. Tales of animal sacrifices and cannibalism were whispered by North Dakota residents for years, although there was no actual signs of it being real. That is, except for the upside-down crosses that sat in the entranceway to the church and inside. Yet, it's what's believed to be in the church that truly makes the ghost town of Tagus stand out. There have long been rumors of a stairway that led you straight to hell. It has been reported that this staircase has no end as you walk down it. You would also hear the voices of those trapped in hell calling out to you to be saved. In 2001, the church would burn to the ground. It's reported as an electrical fire, but the locals believe that it was vandals that did it. Since then, the land where the church stood has been plowed over 
with a memorial plaque outside. It has been said, though, that if you find the spot where the staircase was, you can still hear the whispers from hell trying to guide you down to them. Emma, did you hear that? Jake's voice quivered, his eyes scanning the empty streets. She shook her head, attempting to dismiss the unsettling feeling crawling up her spine. It's just the wind. Let's keep moving, she responded. Their journey led them deeper into the heart of Tagus. Broken windows stared like cavernous eyes, and the remnants of a once-thriving community painted a haunting picture of the past. The late afternoon sun sank below the tree line, casting long shadows across an old railway, the rusted tracks disappearing into the distance. A distant whistle pierced the silence, raising the hairs on the back of Emma's neck. Do you hear that? She whispered to Jake, who nodded curiously. The ground beneath them began to tremble as a misty figure materialized on the tracks. They watched in awe as what appeared to be an antiquated steam locomotive passed through the ruins of the old town. The apparition vanished just as quickly as it appeared, leaving only the echo of its haunting presence. Jake and Emma couldn't believe what they just saw as they looked at each other. Before they had a chance to remark, a new sound joined the symphony of the supernatural. A low guttural growl that sent a pang of panic through their bodies. A set of glowing eyes appeared in the darkness, and they turned to face a pack of hellish hounds. Shadowy and translucent, they moved with an unnatural fluidity, their barks echoing in the otherwise dead silence. Emma, what are those things? Jake's voice wavered with fear. She clutched his arm, her heart pounding in her chest. Hellhounds, she choked. We need to go now. The two sprinted through the ghost town, the hellhounds in pursuit. The phantasmic train reappeared on the tracks, its mournful wail joining the cacophony of the chase. Just as the hellhounds closed in, jaws snapping, they disappeared, fading into the blackness of the dusk shadows as Jake and Emma stumbled across the border of the ghost town. Jake turned around and watched the plumes of steam from the ghost train ascend into the night sky, the rusty entering Tagus sign standing bent and crooked in his peripheral. Other reports of ghostly activity in Tagus include people seeing hellhounds. Multiple people have stated that as they entered the town to look around, ghostly ferocious dogs have appeared out of nowhere, scaring them back to their cars. One person even reported that after fleeing at high speeds from the town, there was a blood spot on the side of the car where one of the hellhounds had jumped and put its paws on. The abandoned train tracks are also no stranger to ghostly activity. A ghostly train has been spotted at all hours of the day and night, still riding on the abandoned nearby rails. One visitor to the town has even reported a strange encounter with a ghostly gravestone in Tagus. As they entered the graveyard, they were drawn to a grave that had a glowing green light coming off of it. While searching, they could find no source of the light, and eventually, the glowing ceased. Those that have been brave enough to check out some of the abandoned structures in Tagus have reported paranormal activity come from within the buildings. Disembodied voices, shadow figures, and the feeling of being watched are just some of the things that visitors of Tagus have encountered. Some have even claimed to be chased and stalked by a mysterious car in the town. 
It will chase them at speeds of upwards of over 100 miles an hour. But when they hit the town line, the car in pursuit will stop and disappear back towards town. There are nearly 4,000 ghost towns spread out across the United States of America. Yet Tagus is the only one that can claim that it possibly once, or perhaps even still does, have hidden below the ground a stairway to hell. In the shadows of Tagus, where spirits sway, a ghost town specters in the moonlight play. Amidst the ruins where memories linger, a stairway descends with an ominous trigger. Steps worn by the souls of a bygone age, a staircase to hell where demons engage. Each creak and groan, a sinister wail, as lost spirits descend, their stories pale. A ghost train thunders through the midnight air, rattling the tracks with a spectral dare. Phantom passengers with vacant stares, bound for the Neverworld, unaware. Hellhounds prowl and the prairies embrace, eyes aglow with another worldly grace. Guardians of shadows in the moon's eerie glow, in the ghost town of Tagus, where nightmares grow. The whistle of the ghost train, a mournful sound, echoes through Tagus, a spectral rebound. Hellhounds howl, their eerie cries, as the staircase to hell and the moonlight lies. Tagus, North Dakota, in spectral attire, where the supernatural dances with ghostly fire. A town forgotten where the haunted roam. In the ghostly plains, Tagus finds its home. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Hometown Ghost Stories, episode number 103. I'm Jesse Wilkins. I am joined by Rob Coakley. Hello, Rob. We've heard of portals to hell. We've heard of gateways to hell. Is this the first time that we've ever heard of a stairway to hell? Yeah, I'd say so. I think so. We've had that. We've also had the gates of hell with Brushy Mountain. So there's a lot of entryways to hell at a lot of these haunted places. And we're also joined by Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello. We had a uh, portal to hell in Prague, right? Yeah, Prague. Yep. Prague was one that we covered. Huska. Huska. There's so, I mean, we're going to be covering a lot of entryways to hell throughout the uh, next 87 years on this show. Mm -hmm. But I think there's only going to be one other stairway to hell that we cover in our uh, illustrious careers if I did my research correctly. Does hmm. Bobby Mac? I think Bobby Mackey's has. They think that it has a portal to hell. I'm not sure if it's a stairway or a well. I think it's a well. Well, sure well, well. Well, 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 indeed. But I've heard um, of a couple of wells to hell, which is like just sounds like the worst ACDC song, doesn't it? Are they wells to hell, or do they just believe that the wells are a dimensional portal that ghosts can travel through? 
I don't know, dude. Don't don't take the fun out of it. I was just asking. That still sounds kind of fun. You don't think that sounds fun? I think <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. Interdimensional portal in a well is pretty fun. You don't think that Demi's having to swim through a well to get back to hell sounds more fun? We're, we are touching on, I think this is probably our first time covering North Dakota. Is that right? It is. It is. We have not, we have hit another one on the list of haunted places. And North Dakota is interesting. Rachel B in the chat was kind of making fun of our opening because. She says it's not known for being haunted. What I found when researching like all of North Dakota, I'm going to, I'm just going to pie face Rachel B real quick is it's haunted, but it seems like more local legend hauntings where it's like, we've talked about this in other episodes, like the house down the streets haunted. And you just hear about like things and there's no story behind it. A lot of the towns in North Dakota that I was looking at are more like that. It's like, well, this place is haunted, but we don't know why type of deal. Right. And I mean, this this whole state is covered in ghost towns. I mean, there's ghost towns all over the place in North Dakota. So it's it's one of those things where it's like if there's nobody living there, then it might be more haunted than you think because things might be happening there that people aren't witnessing. Yeah. So that's kind of... And ghost towns are interesting. God damn it. I keep saying interesting. This one doesn't count. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, We made a bet before the show that whoever says interesting the most times on this podcast has to buy the shots on Friday and look like a broad. (laughs) Just get that credit card ready, man. It's already over. (laughs) Um, So ghost towns, we've covered a few in the past, right? Where they would have like these boom periods where lots of people would live there and then they would just go out just in a blink of an eye. North Dakota, specifically Tagus, the story of the, of Tagus is they were never really a boom town. Like if you look at their census reports, I think 140 in 1940 was the most people that ever lived in this town. So throughout the years, we're talking give or take around a thousand people in total lived here. So you're going to over time lose a lot of the history, a lot of the stuff that happened here. We're not going to hear about a lot of the stuff that happened here, right? Because there's just no one to cover it. The businesses couldn't have been too robust. It had to be just a few here and there. There's not going to be a local newspaper covering a hundred people town, right? You just go and yell in the center of town. It's like, hey, Jerry Steve broke his leg yesterday. They just, have a, they just have a town crier. Here ye, here ye. It's all they needed, right? So, I mean, you're going to, the sad part of it is you're going to end up losing so much of the town's history. And there's a few people that live there now. I would assume, say, within 20, 30 years, nobody's going to live here anymore. The town's just going to decay until it's completely gone and essentially forgotten about. Like they had their peak population was what, like 180 or something like that? 140. Yeah, it never became. I'm sorry, I was way off percentage wise. I was way off with <laughs> way <water> off actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just such a small town. I, I ran into 140 people at Stop and Shop today. <laughs> it's like yeah. there's, it's it's a tiny. It, even at its peak, it was a tiny, tiny town. But I mean, the the legends surrounding this place are massive, and it's a shame because that church that we covered, I believe, it burnt down. And I was covering. Yeah. A, I was listening to a few. There isn't a lot of info on this place, so all the credit to you for actually being able to put together more than a four-minute episode on this. But the 
the church burnt down and I was listening to a few like under mysterious circumstances, but they caught the kids who did it. It was just like local kids just causing trouble. It's not very mysterious when you set a building on fire on purpose. So. Well, well, there's from what I saw, they didn't catch anybody where I'd like to see that report because what I saw is that it was reported as a electrical fire and the town people that lived around there are still blaming vandals for it, even though the official report is that it was electrical related. Oh. Oh, I saw so many reports that it was vandals that I maybe I thought that someone got caught for it, but I might be wrong about that. Yeah, but the but we're gonna don't jump into some. So I found some local ghost stories from people that have been there. There's actually if we do we want to just jump into these right now because these kind of relate to the entire town, and then we can kind of go through over the stuff that we covered in the episode. But this Let's is from ghostofnorthdakota.com, and it was uh article a long time ago on Tagus. A lot of these stories are over 10 years old from the, from what I saw. This first one is from Matt. He says he's originally from Minot, heard all the stories back in high school, finally visited in 2007 and urban explored many of the buildings. Take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints. That's the ethic. I, I actually like that saying, by the way, take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints because we're going to be talking about vandals this entire episode and you just hear about this is why people ruin stuff for other people. This is why we have trouble booking places. It's not because they think what we're going to do. We don't even leave footprints. We go around and we, yeah. we, we smooth them all out when we're leaving. Yeah. We, we dust the shit out of the place before we leave. Mm -hmm. But the problem is what people do afterwards. If a place gets popular enough, it's who's going to come after what kind of trouble is that going to bring? And it's unfortunate uh, but he continues with met a local resident, Galen, who apparently lots of other visitors have met also. He lives in the trailer with the freezer outside and left that detail in because you do hear, if you go find some of these stories, a lot of people talk about this guy, Galen, and running into him. And they have conflicting stories on how he acts towards them. Uh, he said he hung out and visited with him for an hour and a half. He was pretty friendly, but I've heard some not so good stories about subsequent encounters with him. His story relating to the satanic stuff is that there is this group of devil worshippers living on some farmstead north of town. He blames them for the church burning down, and other sources seem to confirm that this fire was the result of some type of vandalism. Then again, that might be all part of the Tagus mythos. But you have somebody that's still living in the town, or at least as of 10 years ago, was still living in the town, right? And his thing is that there is actually... A church of devil worshippers living a little bit north of the town, which is different because usually it just sounds like complete bullshit, like the satanic panic panic stuff that we've talked about. Yeah, that the, that's when that's when these reports came out was in the eighties, uh, and so they were they were saying that there was a cult nearby and that they were doing sacrifices and rituals inside there, and there was several people that reported that there was an upside down cross painted on the front of the church by the time it burnt down. So it, it, there very well may have been if it was an abandoned church. Obviously, that that could be happening. I heard one report. It was the dumbest thing ever that I, I just is stuck in my mind. But I was listening to to one person go over the things that went on at this church, like you know, sacrifices, rituals, satanic worshiping, all this kind of stuff. And, and then she's like, "It's even been reported that if Charles Manson were to be released from prison, he would want to go there. That's where he wants to go. He's Charles Manson had it all mapped out. I'm going to Tagus, baby, Tagus." But wait, did he say that, or did this person say, "Is Vegas?" I don't even. I don't think so. 
if he it sounded like they just said if he were released he would want to go here that's just a really weird report it just sounds like <laughs> sounds like you just made that up where would charles manson like to go oh well he'd want to go here but tagus should make charles manson their mascot you just pull up to this abandoned ghost town but there's just a guy in a charles manson costume just dancing out for out front of the entranceway i don't know if he'd want to how often are you going to do that? Because I don't think it gets many visitors. <laughs> gets enough, you, apparently. How much are you paying this man? <laughs> I, I don't think they need a lot of money to live in Tegas, from my understanding. It's kind of uh, not a lot to do there. So I also have two more ghost stories. This first one is from Ben. He wrote, glad to see I am not crazy. This town is scary. I heard plenty of rumors of satanic activity as a teen. Ventured there a couple times to check it out. My stories aren't as good as some of these, but we had some freaky, freaky experiences. One of the times we were chased by a car from Tagus to Stanley at speeds well over 100 miles per hour. Saw this multiple times, too. At Stanley, the other car finally turned around. I'm guessing Stanley's a close town. And went back in the other direction. We presumed at the time these were Satanists. Truthfully, I have no idea why we were chased or who chased us. At the time, we didn't care to find out. The other time we drove through there to tease my friend's girlfriend. We, to we told her all the stories just to have fun with her. She needed to go to the bathroom. So to further tease her, we told her that she'd have to go there. Well, the town looked peaceful enough. She was scared and refused. I stepped out of the car to show her it wasn't really that bad. As soon as I closed the door, two huge hounds from hell appeared seemingly out of nowhere. They were growling, barking, and running full steam at me. I jumped back in the car as fast as I could and told my friend to get the hell out of there. We sped off and I haven't been back since. So those could have just been stray dogs. Could have been stray dogs and it could have been a local that was chasing them, but it's happening consistently enough that people are reporting on it. And I'd like to know what his description of hellhounds were for him, right? Because he doesn't really dive into what they look like. And to be fair, if you have two giant dogs coming at you, I don't think you're sitting there like, hmm, let me make sure I let everyone know that I get this description of these dogs that are about to eat me. You're just trying to get the hell out of there, right? So right. also a possibility. Wild dogs, Matthew Thomas brings up in chat, could definitely see it being wild yeah, dogs. Yeah, wild dogs, coyotes, although I don't think coyotes would be mistaken for huge dogs, but maybe. Yeah. It just seems like it's a stray dog situation. I mean, you're in a, mm. a ghost town. It could be if they're stray dogs, they're looking for shelter in those rundown buildings where they're not going to be chased off and they're very territorial. So it could it could definitely happen. I mean, when we were in um, Greece, there were stray dogs everywhere, like all, all over the country. There's stray dogs all over the place. And We get it. You, you travel a lot. I, I go on vacation. I go back to London. One time we I went to Greece. I know. But we actually would see them like fighting over territory if one of them would cross into the other territory. My poor mother was staying in an Airbnb. And she was terrified of the dogs and she would try to go on her little nightly walks. And I'm sure she would describe those dogs as hellhounds. So uh, this, yeah, that one kind of strikes me as maybe they, they, they just might've been stray dogs, but it, I would, I would want to see the description. Like what, what, it, what is different from those dogs and what makes you describe them as hellhounds? Right. Were Which would have been nice. Eyes, have... Were they, yeah. Smoky. Could you, you know, were they tra slightly transparent? I don't know. Were they made of fire? Were they made of fire? <laughs> That, were these just I mean, dogs on fire? Why didn't you stop to help them? Maybe they really <laughs> no, just needed your was, help. This was a tragedy that you could have helped prevent. And <laughs> the dogs, yeah. 
I have one more ghost story from Tegas here. It's a little bit longer, but I found this to be the scariest of all the stories on there. It's from the same site. The poster was Hello Nor- NorCal. We got into Tegas and backed the car into the driveway of an abandoned structure. Our vehicle faced the road. Before we began our adventure, we made sure that we left the doors unlocked and had a difficult time getting into the interior of getting the interior light to go off, but it did eventually. With the railroad to our backs, we began to walk down the street. We got to the first house on the left and hopped the barbed wire. We went inside and began to explore. It was spooky, just as any old abandoned house would be. We got to the stairs leading into the basement. The cellar door was open when we got there. My friend Justin, who had been there two nights prior, had sworn that he and his group shut the door when they left during their first trip. Anyway, we traveled downstairs, looked around, and went back to the main floor. Soon after, we went upstairs. We came to a room which had nothing in it but a mirror in a chair, which sounds completely terrifying if you're going to a random place that you're not, you don't know what to expect. The only thing in that room is a mirror in a chair. Why? We've seen a few rooms like that. Yes, yeah, set up that way, mm-hmm. right? Like this is this is just a random abandoned house. The chair, weird. the chair faced the window and overlooked the cemetery. As I that's stood even, near, that's even weirder. <laughs> I know, right? It's even weirder. It gets even weirder. As I stood near the entrance of the room, the rest of my party looked through the window. The driver of the car we took asked the owner of the car if she thought that the light in the distance was from her car. Uh, Not professional writers like us sometimes. We were certain that the light was something else as we had made sure all lights were off before we started exploring. After the building had been thoroughly explored, we began to leave. Once we were about 10 feet from where we had exited the house, we heard a loud bang. It sounded like a cupboard slamming or a window shutter. Those of us who live or who have been to North Dakota know that it's a very windy place. However, the air was very still this night. As the bang startled us, especially the two girls in our party, look at this hero. Like, oh, we were all kind of scared, but the two girls were way more scared than we were. Heroes. Goddamn heroes. We began to hurry towards the fence. Upon arriving at the fence, four more bangs were heard by all, very loud and clear. These bangs were structured. Four bangs spaced about a second apart. This startled us even more. The girl began to run towards the car. Myself and another friend stayed by the fence for about 15 to 25 seconds because they're so cool. We're just going (laughs) to hang by the fence through these bangs. Way cooler than any girl that's running. Looking at the house and trying to find the source of their panic. Oh, sorry. Looking, trying to find a source. This is why, this is why it's always it's always final girls and not never final guys. Yeah, exactly. The girls would run away to safety, <laughs> and the guys would be all macho, being like, oh, "I don't need to run from these bangs." Turns out it's a gun. <laughs> Another friend was calling for us, so we hopped the fence and proceeded to the car. As I watched the girls running to the car then stop about 15 feet from it and run back towards us. We began to run to them to see what 
their panic was. Once we met up with the girl, with the girls, they told us that all of the car doors were open. Upon hearing the news, I looked toward the car and saw for myself that all four doors were wide open. And this was the straw that broke the camel's back. We were leaving now. We all began to run to the, towards the car. Just before I got into my rear right seat, the driver said, what the hell is that? I looked into the field on the other side of the road. We saw two human-like silhouettes. The night was lit by a bright moon. And we all clearly saw these dark figures, one being a little taller than the other. As these, as these figures were completely black, we could not positively positively identify what they were. The front of the car was facing them, so I figured once the lights were turned on, we'd find out what they were. When the lights turned on, the figures disappeared. I looked harder and saw the figures again, this time with the lights on. The light seemed to travel through the figures as they were transparent. They also cast no shadow. We wasted no time getting out of there, so our judgment of these figures can be questioned. However, I can positively say that this they were unlike anything I've ever seen. There's a lot going on there with that one. And yeah, these guys were complete heroes. We had to make sure we I'm surprised when they saw that all four doors were open, they didn't just decide to like lift up the car and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> they were just so strong and fast. I know, right? Um they were probably yeah. swear that the woman wouldn't be the women wouldn't be able to keep up, you know. Yeah, guys, they're just yeah. so fast and strong and macho. Just, which is so cool. Uh, I, I I know it was a longer one, but I thought the whole story was very intriguing in the sense that you hear these four bangs, and they're like in succession, like it's almost like a pattern. And mm-hmm. then you go to the car, and all four doors are open. Yeah, which. I don't know if it correlates because a door opening is not a bang. A door closing is a bang, right? So I'm not sure if there's any correlation there. And then it it just escalates into the, into the figures that are seemingly silhouettes that are see-through. So. Mm -hmm. That is an interesting one. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Ooh, Mark one on the interesting (laughs) one. Shit. I heard you say intriguing. I'm like, he's trying to avoid saying it. Uh, I have another one here. Uh, This one says, I haven't been there since before the early 2000s. Went into an abandoned house and immediately felt a weird presence that was unsettling. There were cat skeletons, bloodstains on the floors and walls, and a pentagram worshiping area or something like that on the floor of the room. Some of the graffiti on the walls appeared to be written in blood. I swear I heard footsteps and other sounds as well as voices although my friend and I were the only ones there and weren't in different parts of the house. As a skeptic, I didn't think much of it before going there and honestly still don't. I kind of just chalk everything. Another hero. Yeah. I just kind of just chalk everything I saw up to vandalism, disturbed teenagers, and meth heads. But still, it was a very creepy experience that I will not forget. Mm. So that that probably shows a bunch of the the satanic things that were inside that church. It's, to me, like at, when I first think of that, I think it was probably just vandalism, kids trying to be edgy and just spray painting. You know, they're in an old abandoned church and just spray painting like, you know, Satan lives and things like that. You see that everywhere. Yeah, except yeah. for the cat skeletons might suggest that it could have been uh, sacrifices if it was a satanic cult. Could have been sacrifices. That is true. And if there's blood all over the place, then that's not something that teenagers typically do. But that's something. I was listening to a story on a different place today. And it's also related to a portal of hell. 
and a friend was talking about they're like and he went downstairs and he saw his name written on the wall in red his name was matt it's like yeah there's eight million people named matt and people just spray paint their name on walls when they're vandalizing places it was no like they were taking it as like a sign it's like it's not a sign if his name was like Uchiwala Bang Bang or something, like yeah, okay, well that, now that name's. Yeah, if his name was Captain Captain McTibbles, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. that's, <laughs> that's rare. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that that's. Yeah, you know, I wonder just... if Captain Tibbles was the cat skeleton on the <laughs> on the floor. Oh, oh no, been. no, not Captain Tibbles. Or Tibbles <laughs> almost made it. All right. What I need to know from people, I know Rachel is from North Dakota. Is everybody in North Dakota just a hero? Is this a thing like where everyone's just like, oh, I'm way too cool to be scared of anything. I'm just going to act like I'm tougher than everybody. Is this a is this a like really running rampant in the North Dakota streets? That's your cooler than ghosts. I think Rob Rob's just not used to hearing stories told by someone who um projects himself as the hero because every time Rob tells a story about how he goes to a haunted location, he has no shame in talking about how scared he was and how he runs away. <laughs> <laughs> He's the opposite of Zach Baggins. He does not suffer from main character syndrome. No, no, he does not. GR coming through with 10 gifted memberships on YouTube. Thank you so much, Jeannie. You've always been an absolute legend and that will not change anytime soon. Yes, yes. So those are some of the ghost stories. We can actually start diving into tagus but let's be careful about diving in there is a staircase that never ends it never ends it's still this going. has to be easy to debunk right by anyone who's been there and yeah, has seen this staircase because there, there's so that's the thing is the so this there's not a lot on this one and i probably researched this story more than any story i've ever researched because i was like i just want to find somebody that talks about the staircase it was it burned down in 2001 we should have some documentation on whatever this staircase the hell was in this in this church, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, nothing. I can't find anyone so describing this, it at all. Is this staircase gone now after the fire? They say yeah. it's underneath the foundation. They say it's right. Still but what does that mean? So it it basically was bulldozed. They they planted like new grass. You see it all behind that uh that that thing that they put behind it, right? Say hello to Kate for me, by the way. Yeah, she's sneezing away. <laughs> <laughs> um but supposedly this is actually what I find the most terrifying if it were true. I know what I'm doing over here. Oh yeah. Professional. Um if you do supposedly find, and, I, and this is clearly just a rumor, an urban legend, is you if you find where the staircase is and you put your ear up to it, you can hear the sounds of hell, like people screaming from hell and crying out from hell in the ground. So, gentlemen, we need to go to Tagus, North Dakota and film ourselves like idiots just putting That's our mean. ear to the ground in a bunch of different spots in in this uh ghost town i say we do it it's not, not on the list. list sorry i'm out it's not on the list <laughs> i'm not gonna go around it's not on the list fucking ear in the grass no i gotta leave like some of them off right there's nobody there 
Or if we do go there, there's going to be the tough guys, and the tough guys are going to fight us and chase us out. <laughs> I don't want to get chased. I don't want to go all the way to North Dakota just get chased away by tough guys. Not even just tough guys. You just go there, and you put your ear to the ground, and a pack of wild dogs come up. Yeah. Well, and I'm, just... I, I'm going to report it as you get eaten as hellhounds. Like, yeah, we went there, and the hellhounds got Jesse. It was actually just, you And know... the tough guys made fun of me for, for crying about it and screaming. <laughs> wow, you've never been eaten by a hellhound before? We don't have hospitals in North Dakota. We're too tough. <laughs> We're too tough. Good luck. What is the origin of the theory that there's a stairway to hell at this location? Is it, did it come from the fact that people are seeing hellhounds and they assume now there must be some sort of portal to hell or vice versa? Or do they, so, is it the satanic cult? So that's kind of where, what I think happened is, I do think there's some paranormal activity that's going on in Tagus. The ghost train is the ghost train and the hellhounds are actually the ones that are reported the most mm. people seeing the, the ghost train, the hellhounds. And I think that this became an instance of people for already, like just trying to put together reasoning why there's so much activity. Again, we have no stories on the, on the history of these places for the most part, like it's just not written down in a place that's accessible right now. Uh, if it's in family records or something, maybe, but right now nobody has any access to it. So I think that the staircase got built around the hauntings personally, but I can't, I can't not, not physically built. These tough guys were like, <laughs> like, Oh, you want to scare us? We're just going to build a staircase to hell. It's like the ladder to heaven from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a staircase sale. I like it. Yeah. Um, so I think that people were just backstoring it, right? Because people just do this where they, there has to be an origin for everything. Mm -hmm. And why is there this paranormal activity? And there might be a reason. There probably is a reason. And who knows? Maybe there is a portal, quote unquote, to hell somewhere in Tagus. But other than the hellhounds, nothing seems really malicious right mm. it's a ghost train it's a glowing gravestone i guess the car that's chasing you which i would assume is just a local that's trying to get you the hell away from hell hell tough guys one of the tough guys yeah hellhounds sound like they could be pretty malicious that's what i said i said that's the one thing that's malicious yeah i'm agreeing with you thanks <laughs> another hero over here <laughs> <laughs> Punch every hellhound in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that brings up a good point that uh, Letter to Heaven was also in a book called The Bible. Oh, uh, well, I've never, <laughs> never, heard, I actually, of I actually, never I heard of it. Well, I've heard of The Bible, but I actually didn't uh, hear about The Letter to Heaven. Oh, was that where they tried to build a ladder? No, they tried to build a tower that would reach heaven, and then it got knocked down. Anyways, there's your quick Bible lesson. Well, I South, probably Park, got all South Park was successful. Well, South Park, South Park had a song about it. Yeah. I think South Park has a song about everything. They do, yeah. Probably even about tough guys in North Dakota. Probably chasing Probably. around in their pickup trucks, listening to ACDC, pounding on the roof. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> Going down the stairs that I recently built. I'll be at the bottom. Uh, but I do wish that we had a little more to go on with some of these hauntings. I, I wish that the person that reported this glowing gravestone in Tagus told us which grave it was right give us give us something here and we just don't get any of that 
So I do think there's a lot of urban legend that's getting sprinkled into some of the hauntings. I think Tagus is one of those ghost towns where people have had experiences and everyone wants to be part of the story. So they're going there and they're just adding to the legend. Well, I saw a, gro- a glowing gravestone. Well, I saw these hellhounds or I this happened to me here. This happened to me here. And it becomes hard to substantiate the real stories versus the ones that people are just making up. Does that make sense? It does. Straight up, being honest, I don't believe the hellhound story. Like I, I, it, it sounds just like rabid dogs or just you were uncomfortable because there were stray dogs around. Stairway to hell, I, I think that one probably got born out of the stories surrounding the satanic cult. And it sounds like from people that have been there that there was evidence of that, or at least there was some sort of twisted graffiti going on. Could have been animal sacrifices if we're taking this post seriously about cat skeletons and blood on the wall and writing in blood. That's kind of hard to fake. Like you, it's, you see red paint, you know, it's paint, you see blood stains. It's, it's pretty clear what those are. So I think there could have been some sort of Satan worshiping going on there. Could that lead to some sort of haunting? Who knows what they opened up is the staircase to hell, just a, a metaphor for whatever they conjured up inside that building. It's possible. You never really the physical know staircase. We could probably debunk because they filled it in. And if it was a never ending staircase to hell, they'd probably yeah, still be trying to fill it. Right. Well, I don't think it was, I don't think it was a never ending staircase. I don't think it was like the one that we covered at what was it? Huska castle, which had the, uh, the big hole in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, like they didn't really know how deep it was. I saw due to one of our one star reviews that they actually did get to the bottom literally of figuring out how deep it was at some point, but who knows? It's a one star review. So we don't take those seriously, but the, this one, I think there was probably just a staircase and they believe that there was probably a portal somewhere in that staircase, probably at the bottom. It was probably just a staircase to the basement, but that's probably where the portal was located, where something demonic was probably coming out of. And I think that's probably where it stems from. Right. Yeah. As for the ghost train, those, these are my favorite. I love ghost trains. Give me all the ghost trains. Yeah, the, go ahead. I was just going to talk about the portal theory itself, whether or not there was a never-ending staircase, if there was some sort of portal that happened to be where that staircase was. I think that is compelling or it could be compelling because the whole thing with portals, I think is, is worth researching a little bit because portals do exist to a degree. There are magnetic portals in the earth's atmosphere that connect to the sun, which is pretty weird. Like energy travels through. So it's not like completely out of the realm of possibility. Like wormholes are portals technically, Mm -hmm. where you can travel at like warp speed if you go through one. So there's definitely things in this universe that are harder to explain. So the fact that something like that could possibly exist, if there is another dimension where things are coming from, I don't know. I don't think it's that. Do do we think that there could be different forms of portals too, though? Like a portal, like straight to paranormal to, to allow spirits in and out. But also what about like the Bermuda triangle? Do we think that's a whole different ball game, like a whole different scenario, which I think we're going to have to cover on an episode at some point. Yeah, I think so too. Cause it's if the, the, the portals that connect the earth's atmosphere to the sun are magnetic and definitely whatever's going on in the Bermuda triangle is something magnetic, which is why compasses won't work. So I think that they could be similar there. 
And I think that yeah. we just don't, I've, I think that scientists just don't understand it enough to be able to, to figure out if there is a different plane where there are demons and ghosts and whatnot, if there is a portal that connects them, I think, you know, who, who knows? You're right. I, I think that there are things in this world that we'll never fully understand. And this oh, is one of them. Oh my God. It's tricky. No, you have another one in Alaska I was reading about today where there's just like an unreal amount of people that go missing within this triangle in Alaska. Granted, it's Alaska. I heard about that. Like weather mm -hmm. stuff, but there's that. There's obviously the Bridgewater Triangle that we talked about a few uh, uh, Benning, ago. The Bennington Triangle, I believe it is, up in even further north of here. It's Maine or New Hampshire or something that I briefly looked into, clearly, because I can't remember exactly which state it's in. But there's a lot of different triangles where these things happen. Are they portals? Who knows? You know who we should have on when we do a portal show? It's probably Brent Thomas. Probably Brent Thomas. Probably Brent Thomas from Paranormal mm -hmm. Portal. Make sure you're watching that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, there's definitely no shortage of of things in this, not even just in the universe, but like in our on our planet that seem to defy conventional logic. I'm hoping to be able to stuff you into a portal on Friday night so that we never have to deal with you again, Dave. Mm. I can't wait to back. He'll keep coming back bigger and stronger than ever. Next time he'll be <laughs> five three. Then he's gonna be five four, five five. <laughs> Fuck around. Nine portals later, we're going to have a six-foot Dave. <laughs> we're all going to be upset then. Dave's going to be running around, running North Dakota, no problem. <laughs> Fucking unleash MMA Dave nine portals later. I love it. Yes. Um, Andrew, yes hang on. Andrew says, yes, Dave. <laughs> there are def There's definitely no shortage of things in this universe. <laughs> I said things that defy conventional logic. <laughs> I just cut gonna, out half of my gonna put, statement. We got to we gotta clip that and put that on the shirt. <laughs> That's not what I, I No totally... shortage of things in this <laughs> fragment of what Dave. I said. I love that. I mean, Dave does like to leave things out. Last week, he was like, there's just a homeless guy in the basement. We're like, what are you talking about? He's like, I told you it was a ghost. We went back clearly. Did not say that it was a ghost. But just I was talking guy. about the hauntings of that location. Yeah, well, <laughs> I went back and listened because I was like, wow, Rob's really being an asshole. I went back and listened. I'm like, nope, Dave just straight up listed off a homeless guy in the basement. <laughs> it was the only one that you didn't say was a ghost. <laughs> I was like, I, I prefaced the entire thing by saying the hauntings here, blah, blah, blah. And just happened to say a homeless guy in the basement and a homeless guy in the basement. Terrifying, right? Mm, in fairness, yes. Rob was an asshole the whole episode last week. And I still I'm still scared of him. So here we mm. are. I'm Rob's also a hero. I'm also a hero. That's yeah. true. Yes. So that's kind of like what happened in Tagus, North Dakota. We have a stairway to hell. Probably not. We have a ghost train. I, the ghost train thing, we didn't really hit on this too much. I Ghost trains are real interesting. God damn it. All right. I'm buying shots Friday. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the problem with ghost trains and like areas with ghost towns and stuff like that is we don't know exactly which train. I like when we know like which train it was that is a ghost train. You know what I mean? Not just right. there's a ghost train. Yeah, we had like Abraham Lincoln's. You had the one, I can't remember. I think it was my own episode, but there was a bridge where a train had crashed. You had the, the hauntings from that as well. I like having a story attached to it. So is there no story attached to this ghost train? No. It, I mean, it was a train. Like the whole town was founded because of the train tracks, right? It was a it was a port to the trains or whatever. 
So based on being built around that, it just might be the built up residual energy of trains coming through. And that's where a lot of the energy focused in this town, but we don't have a specific story of why there's a ghost train showing up otherwise. I mean, that doesn't discount the fact that people are experiencing it from most of the accounts that I read is mostly people hearing the sound of a train when there's no running trains close by. And then I think people are also seeing like balls of light on the train tracks. Are there any people that are actually seeing like a full like ghost train or? Yeah, multiple people have seen full ghost trains going down some of the old broken down tracks outside of the town. So, hmm. yeah, when it's old and broken down, you know, that probably isn't a real train heading down those tracks for sure. Unrelated, not to derail anything, the adoption of our daughter happens tomorrow at 9 a.m., says Papa Squatch. Hey, congratulations. That's awesome news. Oh, yeah. Very happy for you. Very cool. Uh, we have some amazing listeners. Papa Squatch, you know, with with helping all these children out. We have Jenny in Pennsylvania who who takes in all of these dogs that have special circumstances and rehabs them to help them out. I, I get absolutely floored by some of the work that our listeners do. And if you want to see some of that follow up, jump in the discord because you see just like insane, amazing stuff every day from these, from our listeners. It's yeah. Nice. We've built a pretty kick-ass community of people. Oh, yeah. Join us. You could be a part of that as well. Yeah. Jump in discord, jump in YouTube. We had a couple new, uh, new people in here in YouTube. It's always good to see people tuning in for the first time live and everyone who returns every single week blows my mind. Can't believe you actually listen to us. That's amazing stuff. Um, just to toot our own horn a little more to show how cool we are. Do we want to get into our five-star review of the week? Oh, we're definitely not scared. We're definitely strong and jacked. We'll chase you out of North Dakota. <laughs> uh, this one is from Katie squish titled peasant review. So, I just want to point this out. We love people of all, you know, classes of people, you know, from the rich to the poor watching our show. But if you are a peasant and you see me in public, do not make eye contact. <laughs> You're not on that level. All right. All I can think of is the ones in Monty Python just playing and just <laughs> gathering mud together for no reason. But they're all unbelievably intelligent. I just watched that movie the other day with my kids. Nice. Uh, and the review is incredibly entertaining on the edge of our on the edge of my seat. Two thumbs up. So thank you, Katie Squish, but don't make eye contact with me. And thank God it was two thumbs up and not just two stars. So we appreciate you doing five (laughs) stars, but two thumbs up is good. Yes. So that is that. Do we know where we're going to go next week yet, Jesse? I'm guessing not since you are on vacation again because. (laughs) World traveler, Jesse. That's what they call me. Um, I I do have an episode written. I forget where it is because I wrote it like three weeks ago. And then you guys are like, no, you have to do something better. So I had to do the the devil in Connecticut because apparently that wasn't good enough. But yeah, so my shitty episode comes up next week. I don't even remember where it is. It's so shitty. It's going to be a great time. Our listeners can't wait. You've really sold this for them. They're excited. They're excited for (laughs) this episode next week. Uh, Do we want to... God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> Please listen to the show next week. <laughs> uh, do we want to get into some patrons? I do. They changed the whole format of this. I don't know how to I don't know how to sort it here anymore. So give me a minute here. What do you what do you mean they changed the whole format? I they just changed, used it like every an hour time ago. I pull this up, they they change it. So I go on active and I can't sort it by tier anymore. 
Yes, you can. Yes, you can, you psychopath. All right, someone else bought the list. No. All right, I'm going to read it in, in you your don't want us, order. You don't want us to read it. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, wait. They actually did change it. This is different than it was an hour ago. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I just got to scroll. I just got to scroll. Everyone, everyone calm down. Everyone relax. I got it under control. We don't All need right. any heroes here. <laughs> None of you North Dakota boys come for me. Choke me out right here on stream. It's <laughs> the last thing I need. All right. For our VIPs, we have Allison V, Blazora. We have Captain... T- Captain Kitty Tibbles. We have Dakota G. We have Donnie N. Glitter T's Cammy from Washington. We have Jeannie R. Jennifer P. Joseph S. Lisa J. Mallory K. We have Mike Oubliette Blake. We have Mom and Pops W. We have Nick, Robert H. Demon King, and Inspires Gaming. Those are all VIPs, and we appreciate and love every single one of you. For the Warren's Wards, we have Ambie Rose, Kath Q, Chris Connolly, LBPS founder, next HTGS guest. We have Cody G. DC, Elizabeth Young, Eugene M. We have Geography is hard. We have I Hate Rob. We have interesting taxidermied hellhound corgi butts <laughs> SA. What? We have Jake V. We have Janice G. We have Jesse's interesting, interesting, interesting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch, you got me. <clears throat> I think Church. Rob still loses, though. <laughs> we're gonna have to count them up we're gonna, i'm telling you i'm editing the audio and i'm just gonna remove every time i say it we have kimberly r i'm sorry we have kimberly r m we have papa squatch we have rachel b we have sarah cook we have siobhan not sharon we have stitch kitten hanging out in the live for the full time no work tomorrow stitch Whew, it's good to have you the whole show we have sydney b we have the other rachel b we have al capone alicia e we have anthony captain tibbles decat t we have arcade hunters we have ashley m we have brandon w captain mcslugs we have captain tibbles aka uchi walla uchi walla bang bang you know people who didn't listen to the captain tibbles episode like, what, what is this list what is this <laughs> what is this list this guy captain tibbles loves this show he's subbed on patreon 16 times well guess who else we have we have captain tibbles McNibbles. we also have captain tibbles <laughs> We have Captain Tibbles used anal beads. <laughs> Sorry for the children listening. We have Kobe. We have Crystal Quinn. We have Hooper the Hellhound. Hey, Hooper hey. The update there. I love that. Looks like so figured out the name change thing. We have Huska Castle. Huska. Huggy Bear. We have Jesse's shirt is going to give me nightmares. <laughs> I can't break all the pineapple grenades again. I'm sorry. It was a risk. Didn't pay off. We have Joe R. We have Julie S. Kelly, Co- Kelly Costa. We have Kiralee J. Marie R. We have Mark Twain and the Haunted Grape. We have Mina H. Mariah M. We have Paul from St. Louis. Pork. Pork. We have Rob and Captain Mc- Captain Tibbles aged nipple. This is a tough one to say. <laughs> Rob in Captain Tibble's aged no alleged fuck. All right. We have Rob in Captain Tibble's alleged nipple nibbles. <laughs> That's a tough one. Alleged. This one updated alleged. rapidly. It just says Rob hates peasants. <laughs> <laughs> that is that goes down as the fastest update I've ever seen. We have Sam from Nepal. We have Sharon V. We have Solar Flare Soap. We have the big spag nasty. We have Thick Boy Freddy running a ghost train on some ghost. I can't say this. On some ghost sex workers with Captain McTibbles and some Jesus random homeless guy Christ. in a strange. It cut off. I think you actually reached the limit. <laughs> you actually reached the limit because it the, cut off the word strange. The limit does exist. It does exist. We figured that out today. We have Wayne. Wait, 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 wait. Read the read that last part again. The homeless guy in... and some homeless guy in a strang. Oh. 
so it's probably a strange basement, I would, I would, mm. I would guess, but we'll mm. never know because you found the character limit, and it was way <laughs> too many characters. Way too many. Way too many. We also have Wayne Christie. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for being on Patreon. Thank Sorry, you, Wayne. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne. We'll get to you eventually. So. Oh, it's Shanzi uh, says it's basement, a strange basement. Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Well, I don't know what else to do. So that's pretty much it. Uh, next week we'll be somewhere, and it's going to be a great episode. If we have a work it. <laughs> you really, really excited. Sold We're it. all excited. Yeah. Really sold it at this episode. Everybody Friday. Excited. Friday we are covering. What is it? When evil lurks. When evil lurks, lurks. This Friday. This movie was fucked up. So if you guys haven't seen this yet, I would, I would watch it. It's on Shutter, and I won't spoil anything because that's not what I do here. Heroes on the show. from North Dakota won't won't think it's that bad though. Oh, then oh. they will not be scared. Oh, this North Dakota boy. We're real tough here. <laughs> Love it. Uh, don't <laughs> don't watch When Evil Lurks if you don't like really graphic, brutal, violent movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we'll get into the full review on Friday. So stay tuned for that, and then back next week. Anything else, gentlemen? That's gonna do it for me. Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser-known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now.